You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year, it's a tradition. I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Remember when you were in school and the teacher who was never out was out and you, you knew you had a sub coming in. You didn't know which sub it was going to be, but you knew it was going to be a sub. And everyone had their fingers crossed for old Mr. Olhassen. Why put, are you out of breath? Who's going to put on a movie. <laughs> Why are you out of breath? I'm out of breath because, okay, so I have a very tight schedule today. I'm going to do this show and I'm going to try to make it to the airport in time to catch this flight. So I had to have all my stuff down here. I came downstairs earlier to do all the pre-show stuff, you know, make sure. For those that don't know, like you're staying in the same space at the studio. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know. Somehow, you know, you had the the ability to just go down the elevator maybe a little bit earlier with your stuff. Here's the problem. The elevators today have been ridiculously delayed. I'm talking about. It's Friday. It's check-in day. You're in at a hotel 8, 9 in downtown. Learned yeah, that lesson the hard way when I was trying to get coffee a few weeks ago. Six minutes for an elevator. Six. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of... It's ridiculous. Well, well, one of the elevators is being serviced right now. So we have three as opposed to the normal four. Hell yeah. Four? There are Seven, eight elevators. Actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. Apologies. That's my point. It's just like six minutes for an well, elevator? One of them is a service elevator, too. Seven. So you have six. You're right. Seven, you have six. seven elevators. Right, so six then, though. Six, because one's being serviced. There we go. Okay, so six minutes makes So sense. you're out of breath because you ran upstairs to do something that you could have done before the show. Well, no, I couldn't do it before the show. Well, why? Because I was doing other things before the show. Sleeping? No. No, no. I w- I've been up to like 6.30. Well, yeah, we all have. Yeah. No, I, no, I haven't. I didn't accuse you of waking up <laughs> five minutes ago. I just said, you said, were you sleeping? I, I, just, I said, no. I've been you up should have gotten up at like 6.25, no, packed your that, bag. That wouldn't have worked. Because this I, is all your design. Like, you, you would... Why didn't you just bring the stuff down when you came down for the meeting? Because I tried to be on the time for the meeting. That's why. The meeting was late. You, but, Whoa. wait, but you were on time. You couldn't just bring your bags with you? It's a lot of shit. You'll see when you go outside right there. It's a two-trip situation? It's right, like, on the couch, it's just, I just vomited everything there. It's definitely a two-trip situation. I, like, do you guys want to go deep into this? We can go deep into this. No, I, not really. Uh, a host runs in during the intro video. We thought we had to kick off the show. They didn't know. Out of, out of breath. He was literally performing Stugatz's character in the intro video. Yeah. It, was, it was method acting, actually. Hey, me, the guy from- Ass on. Success, ass off. Ass right. off. So, sorry. <laughs> well, ass on. So the Is substitute it? teacher has rolled out the, the boxy- uh, television That's is right. about to play stand and deliver That's well, right. well first the substitute teacher walked in and then the crowd erupted in this in the you know the yes. classroom because oh yes it's, it's, it's teacher the cool me. let's it's, go it's mr Hassan with the who always puts on a movie right 
and then asks you how you feel about it. I say that to say, I know sometimes this show tackles some very serious subjects, some very topics that cut to the very fabric of society, the intersection of race and politics and, and sports and business. It ain't going to be one of those days today. Oh. Oh, I think that there's an intersection between sports and business, oh, yeah. and it's a San Diego Padres gooch. Tell me more. <laughs> so I, the, I'm intrigued. The Nike uniforms, the Nike slash fanatics uniforms, the performance wear that uh, oh. it, no okay. one. I think we, we should blur uh, this. Hold on. Put a logo This is not that. safe for work. No, we don't really know what that is, to be honest. No. no yeah, we do. It's a cock and balls. Huh. I yeah. don't know We knew this day would come. There's a cup. I, I think it's a cup. Yeah. Did we know this day would come? As soon as we saw... Yes, I took a victory lap yesterday because we made a bet about this on Wednesday's show. David Sampson took under... One and a, one ass crack, I believe. Yeah, I believe it under was under one half ass, ass crack. half ass crack. Thank you. And we've already seen balls and a dong. And spring training has just started. To be fair, I ain't seen an ass crack. Well, I, I think I think dong is more than half an ass crack. No, I think that goes no, without no, no. saying. I don't know about that. I don't know about that that transition that uh that conversion scale. Right I mean. There. So last week, really? Rob, Rob Manfred doubled down. He Venmoed me a dollar, so it counts. <laughs> Rob Cheap. Manfred doubled down and said, these are performance where they tested really high. They wore this during the All-Star game. I'm like, that's not a real that's not a real beta test. That's not a soft launch, the All-Star uniform. Someone really cares. There are all sorts of kooky dark grays as opposed to the normal one. You can't get any representative data. And no one cares about nameplates on All-Star uniforms. So... He doubles down on it, even though fans everywhere have been complaining. And I think accurate. These these look bad. The nameplates are smaller. They, they've moved the MLB logo to like the, the most real estate on the shoulder blades. So mm-hmm. now if you have a really long name, it looks extra bad. It's just, it's not a good look. And we saw photos of players tucking their jerseys in, and we realized, oh, shit, the, the, the pants, they're translucent you can see through them Mm. you have a whole minor league system to test these things out with i have it as nike on its campus in beaverton oregon which is a great name for a place has a lab where they just have people who pretend to be athletes put on these clothes and then run and jump and do all sorts of things which is doing a whole bunch of things that baseball players don't really actually do all that much. That's my other issue with all this is I get performance where you, you, you want to be light and all that. No one had an issue with baseball uniforms. Why do, why do they need performance wear? They wear belts. They, they wear belts. They don't need performance wear. They used to wear stirrups. They don't need performance wear. Half the season's played in like 40-degree weather. They, they don't need tissue paper, soft, light uniforms. It's baseball. They work as clothes. No one ever had an issue with uniforms. Why are you doing this? So you know when they built the Brooklyn Bridge and everyone was like, wow, this bridge is it's so scary. It's going to collapse. And mm-hmm. the guy, the people that built it were like, we're going to go across the bridge with elephants. We're going to prove this bridge can contain the weight of, of these great, magnificent cities we're connecting, Brooklyn and Manhattan. I think Rob Manfred himself should have to prove that he could do a full exercise in yeah. these pants without showing the world literally his ass. Or, or his elephant trunk. Yeah, well, you could have gotten Julio Franco to, to model these a little bit. Not but, enough fabric. But baseball players, as you know, they don't... First off, baseball players, gross people. Just disgusting people all Pragmatics. around. Not yeah. very hygienic. 
and that feels like a lot, Mike. Yeah, no, it's true. Have you ever been in a dugout? It's disgusting. I have. It's disgusting. Tobacco just because they spit everywhere. They just spit everywhere. And a baseball lock clubhouse is is a fairly gross place. But also, if you ever go through one, you'll see a lot of ash cheeks. They wear jock straps. And the second that you saw one photo of someone tucking in his jersey and you being able to identify where the buttons are in his pants, (laughs) you knew that you'd be seeing some dong. And dong you've seen. And now Major League Baseball, Fanatics, and Nike, they have to admit that they're wrong here. They cannot continue with this because it's only going to get worse. I'm sorry. Guys, we really need to blur for the, this. For the Max audience, for the YouTube audience, I, I, I cannot stress this enough. If you have children around, send them away. But this is what... This is graphic. No, no, this is not graphic. This is going to be opening day. It's presently. shaft <laughs> head, and testicles. We don't know that. It, what else yeah, could it we be? Do. It could be a cup shaped cup, like a dick. The cup on the cup. bottom, the cup on the bottom is a little bit more rounded, okay? And the top part is a little bit bigger and the bottom Stop is a little more rounded. So when you push back like that and you stretch out your hammies like this guy's doing, you know, something comes out. You know what he looks like? He looks like uh Ace Ventura, the first one at the end when they figure out that Finkel is Einhorn. Yeah, but Einhorn. I couldn't see Ace Ventura's dick. I see everything. Oh here. no, when they when when they when Einhorn has the 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 pants drop and then it was like, look, there's nothing. And then Ace says, turn around. And then we turn around. That's exactly what we saw. They're going to have to recall this, right? They, they can't they have go to. through. I mean, I've been saying that. David said it's answer. no big deal. No, here, here's, here's the reality. I mean, that, if here, I'm that guy, I'm personally offended too. Here, here's the reality. The reality is I walked in here today and everyone was talking about, hey, did you see the, the, the dick prints or whatever? And I thought, I said, yes. And then they showed me that picture. I'm like, that's not the one I saw. There have been multiple, multiple. It's not just a, a like one-off. So there's a lot of these out there. I cannot see that baseball, wholesome, Americana, apple pie, take my kids to the ball games, Cracker Jacks, and seventh inning stretch and all that. Also, I can see a man's dick. I, I don't see those things going together. Can I just also add a question I've had for the last 24 hours? Are we 100% sure there's no photoshopping happening in this or the picture of the balls? Ah, now we're into something The, the Giants player, yeah, that one can't be. maybe. It looks, and I, I it actually, looks digitally no, no enhanced. No, I actually, because that came from a guy's Instagram story who works for the network, who was just posting a picture behind the scenes. Wait a second. But there wasn't oh, any oh, sort oh, of like oh, photo oh, darkening oh, happening oh, to outline the slow balls. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. You're telling me that someone who works for the network who works for, I believe was it a, was the San Francisco Giants Regional Network. Okay, yes. so that's I believe that's Bay Area NBC Sports. Mm-hmm. Says, oh, you know what would be a great piece of content? This guy is stretching. Not Th- the stretching no, one. No, no, Not no, the no. stretching one. The one where there's a In guy the sitting, holding the bat up yeah. for a photo shoot. The one with and the And you could see yeah. his balls. It was a 2-1 yeah. count. There you go. Okay. So yeah. I actually missed the balls actually, the first time. Count. I, you, I missed the balls the first time because I thought everyone was reacting because if you see in the gooch... There's a bit of moisture, and I thought that I thought that okay, we're gonna start seeing streaks too, but that's not the photo I'm talking about. By the way, we're, we're once again putting the Padre bending over, but that I thought that people were reacting to a bit of moisture that had pooled, and you could you can also see that, and that's going to be an issue too. But I, then there I, were balls. I, I just here's the part I don't get. It reminds me. Remember when that uh, person who worked for the Celtics posted video of Jalen Brown not being able to dribble his left hand, and I and you just got to think the Eastern Conference Finals. No, it was a, it was at practice. That was the worst part. It was like this is after the shame of the playoffs last year during training camp. They posted the video of it, and 
it was like, yo, do you watch the news? Have you been alive? Why would why would you watch this and say, ooh, people will like this. This will be good for our guys. Same thing here. You took that picture. You didn't look at it. You just saw the guy's face and his mustache and just said, you know what? They're working hard at Media Day, I mean. But there's another picture of a couple of Cleveland Guardians talking to each other where it's not just that the tucked-in jersey has the emblem going through it, but if you look at this here, look at the sleeves. These are two men wearing the same jersey for the same team, Mm -hmm. and yet the seam on the end of the sleeve is entirely different. This is triggering to me. Now, Maybe one of them's wearing an old jersey, though. No, no, it's not that. It's One is on the right side, and one is on the left side. One is the right arm, one is the left arm. Sometimes they they try to be tricky. No, look at the right arm of the... uh, Well, for what it's worth, look at the the right arm of the player on the right side of your screen. I love how we don't know anybody's names. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is is spring trading. Hold on. This is a spring trade. The number one sports show in America. We're like, this this baseball this man guy, here. It's, it's for the best because we're protecting their privacy, yeah. especially the other two photos. I mean, it's Scott which Barlow. I would not That's want not Clevenger? on the internet. Oh, wow. That's not Clevenger. And I would not want to be on TV in these uniforms. But I do want to see Mrs. Mettenwall. Hey. That's so inappropriate, Jimbo. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy. It's- I, they got to do something, and it's going to cost them a lot of money to recall this. I think they so they got to have last year's uniforms lying around somewhere. This is really bad. It's a bad look. It's brought shame upon the sport. And Rob Manfred tried to do well anytime you introduce something new, especially in this oh, sport. That the, what you're introducing that's new are are dicks. You're you're introducing full. And also, if I'm that San Diego Padre player yeah. that was bending down, yeah. I, I might take issue with this. This is a <laughs> this is invasion of my privacy. Like, because that's not just an action shot, I don't think. Someone's going for like, something there. Is it a tuck situation where it's like, it's down and under, and when he squeezes, it's like, look, I don't have anything. But you turn around, and you've got a, you've got think, a situation. I think you're looking way too much into it. I, I just think I, I, How could I not? What <laughs> I think that's what the MLB has wrought. Okay, well, let's move on. Let's stay in baseball, but let's move on off of Dix to a guy who was once known as the most fun man in baseball uh, and lost it all. I thought you were going to say we move on from <laughs> from one dick to what a lot of people in baseball also have accused of uh, being a dick yeah. in Tim Anderson because he's not, he's a bit of a polarizing player. I love Tim Anderson. I get excited anytime the Marlins make a signing, and especially when it's a player This was that, their signing. Their, yeah. their the signing. signing. Yeah. Yes. And I've heard of this player. This guy was once... I mean, paraded around as the future of the sport. He was a big deal. He had joined us on our show. Dude. And then the Chicago White Sox said, no more players on that show. That, yeah. that was one of the great interviews. I mean, like, I always talk about this show from the perspective of when I first started listening to it, which is after my first appearance, which is kind of weird. But what I liked about our show was you guys could make me care about something I didn't care about, right? By virtue of just it being fun. So, for instance, I'm not a huge boxing fan, but we used to have Rosie Perez as our boxing analyst. And she would come in and break everything down. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen because I love Rosie Perez and I love how passionate she is about boxing. So baseball is one of those things where, look okay, ah, whatever. And uh, Tim Anderson, some guy for the White Sox, I didn't even know if he was white or black. Then I'm like, oh. He's a brother, okay. And then he starts talking, and I'm like, oh, this dude's fun. 
What, what happened to Crapping you? all over the sport. Oh, yeah. yeah it's boring. Like, he's talking about the sport the way that we did and all the issues <laughs> with it. It was great. And then something happened over the last few years. He struggled, may have had some things going on off the field. Who knows? But he had one very public incident on the field where he got in a fight, and he caught an L. He got knocked out. And I think it's affected his salary this year. Well, I don't know if there's any coming back from the L that he took. That's, that's, that's my question. Can you come back from massive public embarrassment? Like, as the cool guy. Not at, for anyone. He was the cool guy. He was like, baseball, psh, this, this shit's boring. Or whatever. Like, oh, snap, this guy's cool. He's not. He's nonplussed by this thing that America holds so dear. And then he gets knocked out. And it's like, can you come back and still be the cool guy after that? I do think it's possible, particularly with the teammate that he has now in Jazz Chisholm Jr. Like, these guys are going to play off each other. Jazz was talking about it at spring training this morning, how excited he is to have Tim Anderson in their clubhouse. And the thing with the Marlins that was part of what made them good last year is, like, their clubhouse vibes are not that of the old stodgy MLB clubhouse. Like, Skip Schumacher is a young manager who played in the game just a few years ago. He got to play with a lot of really fun young players. And so Tim Anderson coming in and playing with Jazz Chisholm Jr. and the rest of this team that just kind of wants to have fun and, you know, overachieve... It'd be cool to see him return to form. Jeremy, you Look are... Look at that gorgeous are, nameplate on the still on. image that we have. Oh, yeah. Those jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone can see it. that name, Anderson. Jeremy, I adore your insight as a baseball insider. You, you cover the Marlins. Show that picture again, please. There's no way he can come back from that. I mean, this is fair. L- look at it. Look how close... This, this is literally in the movies where they screeching halt. Um, you're probably wondering how I ended up here. Right there. This it's this is like everything was great up until that millisecond right there. This I could see daylight between the knuckle and his nose. Jesus. Can I interest you in a potential rematch? Because I believe, and I have to look at the schedule here, but I believe Cleveland comes to Miami. They do. Cleveland comes to Miami June 7th, 8th, and 9th. So you will see the rematch between Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson. We can get you here. Uh, Yeah, I'll skip the NBA Finals just to see. Perfect. Well, the NBA Finals will be here. So it'll be perfect for you to be able to just stick around. Stanley Cup Final. Oh, that's right, Jeremy. Jimmy Butler cares about basketball Yeah, it's, it's today. Yeah, that's what happens. It's the second half of the season. His trainers are posting cryptic stuff on Instagram. He's posting stuff with all sorts of crazy different hairstyles before he comes back inevitably looking the same. It's time that Jimmy Butler (laughs) cares about basketball. It's perfect. I've caught a lot of flack, and rightfully so. I'm embarrassed with the the who that is uh, segment that we did where there's a Rockets player that's averaging over 20 points a game, and I've never heard of him. Uh, We had a Thursday Thunder in which all three players I'd never heard of before. It hit? Thursday Thunder hit, hit, by the way. Shout wow. out to Gigi There you go. Uh, so I, I think I know what's happening, though, with my passion for NBA basketball. I think certainly when it comes to the regular season, I'm just taking the lead from my franchise. My franchise does not care at all that's about home. the regular season and hasn't for about three seasons now. That's what you're embarrassed about, uh, from, for NBA-related from this yeah, I work in sports and also – According to some publications, I'm the guy that knows about sports, which is really unfair to Jeremy, who works for like two of the franchises. (laughs) There's nothing else basketball related that happened this week, Mike, perhaps yesterday, that you're embarrassed about. Didn't watch sport yesterday. What happened? I was watching hockey. I'm talking about your behavior yesterday. Oh, with uh, with Paul? Yes. Yeah. All right. I apologize. 
I he uh, so sincere. No, no, no. I I seriously do because I put people from all the smoke in a, in a difficult position. That is a brand new partnership. If someone else on our team did that, I would have came down on them. You do not call Paul Pierce an asshole. You you call him a douchebag. He just keeps doubling and tripling down. I don't understand. I almost believed him for like you bought it. Oh my god! Really for like, like ten seconds there. This, oh, but he is a douchebag. It, Assholes on the line. You can you can take exception to that, and you you are right in doing so. And I apologize to you. I should not have person. used that language, but he's a douchebag. Jess, you believe that? Like I believed Lucy yesterday when Lucy pretended to have watched Blue Chips. I watched it in school. That was in you school. were my sub in that situation. They played Blue Chips, and we had to write a paper on it. And how did it make you feel? <laughs> Guys, don't be, mean love college to, don't be mean to Lucy. Iowa lost last night to Indiana. Oh, There's yeah. There's no need to bring that up. Well, I'm we losing to Indiana. Trying can't to relate. get some women's sports in the A block, Lucy. Not when Iowa loses, we can't. This was her first game, Caitlin Clark's first game since breaking the record, correct? Yes. I came in yesterday and I literally told Jess, I was like, Iowa's going to lose tonight. It's, she did. I did. Why? Why did you have that premonition? Because Indiana lost to Illinois the game before. Indiana's undefeated at home. Iowa had had one full week off since breaking the record. Everything was just like the perfect storm for Iowa to lose this game, and that's what happened. Losses are important, though. We will be back. I'm not worried about it. I'd love to see Indiana in the tournament because we'll beat the crap out of them. Hot take. Too many Big Ten schools with the letter I. So many. So many. Also, every Big Ten school logo's a letter. We need to switch that up. Mm. Every single one, except for Iowa. (laughs) I was just going to say, what, the Iowa's uh, Hawkeye. Hmm. Mike, I do think you need to apologize to Paul Pierce, though. Not a douchebag. An underachiever. Yeah. Oh, that's like, what are you, what are you doing? One championship. What are you doing? With the big three. What are you, what are you doing? Underachiever. Yo, you guys, man. I look. put you in a tough spot hey, yesterday, well, and I apologize I'm not to even you. Ta- I'm not even talking about the all the smoke thing, which, again, business-wise, what an awful intro. Hello, welcome, guys. Here's Mike Ryan. Insane. <laughs> right? That's number one. Number two, though, you guys don't realize this. I said this like five years ago, and you guys laughed it off. This is your fun and games playground. Oh, we're going to make fun of this. Make I got to go to these NBA settings and have to explain your behavior all the time. <clears throat> if I may. Oh, is that, is that, did I put you in a tough spot? I mean, having to explain someone else's behavior to other people, perhaps executives, because someone on our show said something bad. I mean, do you not remember your Spider-Man GIF? I've had to do so much explaining for you. So I'm glad that the shoe's on the other foot. Well, first of all, I don't know what kind of voice you're doing there. Second. <laughs> <laughs> Supercharged that, Roy. Second of all, I stand. I feel like Roy should apologize. Roy. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I don't know what to, happened. Yeah. I apologize to the people I need to apologize to. There that. it is. So I stand by that GIF. I guarantee it. <laughs> That's also ancient history too. I it forgot is. about that. Who even well, cares about was that? Was DraftKings even a thing back then? Do we have the hockey show today? Because I wasn't paying attention to any round ball because I was trying to watch my Florida Panthers make NHL history, tie NHL history for consecutive road victories. Did they? No. They fell short. It was zero zero with eighteen seconds left and Sebastian Ajo uh went top shelf where Mrs. Muller keeps a peanut butter. And uh, the Panthers come away with zero points, and the, the the hated Carolina Hurricanes, who were swept in the Eastern Conference Finals last year by the Florida Panthers, at least according to everyone except their coach, end up ending this road winning streak. But the big headline from this game, and I'm sure Roy and David Dwork will get into it, is the injury to Matthew Kachuk and also Gustav Forsling. Is it hurt again? 
Yeah, uh, he took a hit. Actually, he got sandwiched. He got hit up high in the area where he ended up getting injured last season. And I don't know what happened to Gustav Forsling. He just disappeared. So they're both hurt. And now I'm wondering how is this going to affect the trade deadline in two weeks? What are the Panthers going to do? Because I thought they were going to end up going into the trade deadline being patient, standing pat because they had good chemistry. There was words about out there saying that Anton Lundell was probably going to be dealt. But Lundell's actually been playing much better yeah. uh, lately. Uh, and Zito's move lately has been also to – and some of these moves have hurt. I mean, the Panthers around the deadline have made moves that have – been benefiting them in the long term, but in the short term, guys like Trocek going, Tippett, uh, Frankie Vetrano, they've gone on and had really brilliant careers outside of the Panthers, but the upper body injury to Matthew Kachuk is a bad one, and one thing that popped up on my social media feed yesterday was the Carolina Hurricanes broadcast absolutely loving that Matthew Kachuk got hurt. Uh, Trip Tracy, he's been there for a very long time, back since Hartford, so this is surprising that it came out of his mouth to me. Why, why do we stand pat? That is a good question. As Roy said it, and I've been thinking about it, like, what, like, do we pat, like, pat things down? Is there somebody I'm standing next to whose name is Pat? Pat Riley. Pat Riley. I Pat mean, it, it actually tracks with Pat Riley's recent approach to talent acquisition. You're just like, yo, man, what's your, what's your deal? I first my of all, deal you, is first of I'm all, a victim on. of what this franchise has done to a me, victim. both in raising the expectations, maybe to uh, an unreachable level. Uh, and also, I don't care about the regular season because their star player doesn't care about the regular season. You rattled off 8 million names talking about the hockey, uh, including what I believe to be Barry Zito. I did not know Barry Zito played for the Panthers, right? But when you say Alfred Shingun, it's like, who's that? You're shrugging. You're, t- you're talking about not caring about uh, the trade deadline, about acquisitions, about standing pat. You're talking about talking disrespectfully, I might add, about a Hall of Famer. What, what What's going on, Mike? What's wrong with you and your relationship with basketball beyond like, oh, my favorite team taught me how to not care? Maybe I'm reflecting what basketball's issue has been because it's not on an upward trajectory. This shit's going down. <laughs> like The ratings are up in sports everywhere except for the and NBA. Basketball. He said that yesterday kind of privately, and I was like, I don't like that take, that basketball's going down. Basketball's ratings are also up. You're talking specifically about NBA regular season, though, not basketball as a whole, because women's basketball is like skyrocketing. Basketball's up. I I think that's an important correction on regional networks. I did not know that. I've seen headlines where it's understandable. The Blazers Blazers. are down like sixty percent. Otherwise, but but national broadcasts are way down from where they've been a couple years ago. That's that's deeply concerning, especially for a league that's trying to get another big TV deal. I would argue that if you're talking about regular season basketball, the, the ratings that are more important to check would be those regional networks because that's individual fan bases watching their teams. The, the local ones that went down are all the ones like... like that sold. Port, Portland was like, wonder what happened to them this offseason. Exactly. Brooklyn, what happened to them from last year to this year? It's all the teams that had... A massive departure of huge star names. We talked I about like that this. impression, though. Can you? Wow. Give, well, I, I wonder what could have happened last night. Is something happened? Did something? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Clueless 20 teams are up. Woke by out the way. of a coma and wonders what <laughs> and, happened to teams that he used to watch. And is a nerd. That's <laughs> the 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 All Star Game. They talked about the ratings went up, but the massive thing that they left out was, oh yeah, last year Steph Curry and Kevin Durant didn't play. So it's, it, it goes. To thought that if you have star players available, then You're also the ratings glo- go up. I, I'm not going to gloss over the national ratings being down because in all the other sports, regional sports networks ratings are up, but also nationally, they're also up. 
This is deeply concerning for the NBA. They've tried to address it in numerous ways. That's why you have an IST. That's why you have Adam Silver trying to make punitive measures for some of the postseason awards, saying you have to play a certain level of games. Like I'm not. This is not a hot take. Basketball is at a certain crossroads here, where they have to find a way to change the momentum. That's why Chris Brickley posted yesterday a picture of Jimmy Butler training and said, it's the time of the season where we focus up and make history. The Black Ops runs that uh, Brickley does at the court in New York is better than any All-Star game, is better than anything that we've seen in the NBA regular season thus far. That's the frustrating part is I've seen these guys play hard with no money on the line. So don't tell me, give me more money and I'll play hard because I've seen you do it in much more dangerous conditions with people who aren't NBA players trying to make a name Quavo. for themselves. Quavo. It's like Quavo's yeah. out there. I'm like, wait a yeah, second. Man. Nice lefty jumper, by the way. I, I want to – let's take a break. When we come back, all-star cities. Some changes are coming down the pipe, folks. The Dan Libertard Show with Sugats is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Keeping things bottled up can feel like carrying a weight that gets heavier with time. Whether it's talking to a trusted friend, journaling, or seeking professional help, finding ways to let out your thoughts and feelings can bring relief and help you navigate challenges more effectively. Remember, it's okay to reach out for help when you need it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot DLB. Summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments, especially in Miami. We know that it gets very, very hot. You go outside for six seconds, you're sweating, and you're possibly dehydrated. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Guys, I love Liquid IV. I get the sugar-free lemon-lime version. They should have my picture on it, how much I drink it, how much I use it. The sugar-free has no bad stuff, only good stuff. I use it when I go to the gym, when I'm playing hoops. When I'm going out on the boat, mix it in with a little bit of ice. Keeps me hydrated all day long. Just tear, pour, and live more. With one stick of Liquid IV plus 16 ounces of water, hydrates better than with water alone. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DAN at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DAN, D-A-N, at liquidiv.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Don Lebertard. Well, Charlie sent, uh, Charlie had this, Charlie, as far as I know, so just Charlie's f- title in my Are you going to say <laughs> anything? Stugatz. Uh, and how, f- how familiar were you at the time with Chewbacca? Like how your upbringing how, 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 had how much Chewbacca in it? This is the Don Lebertard show with the Stugatz. 
So I saw uh, the Oklahoman had a news breaking news item that the NBA is going to try and change the rules to who can host an all-star game. And it's based on several factors, including how many hotels you have, how many direct nonstop flights you have into your airport, and how many international flights you have coming into your airport. Yet Miami still won't get one. Well, that's that's Miami's that's fault. That's the right? boat show's fault. That's though. the boat show. Yeah, the boat show. Okay. Is that why there's that. not ever going to be an All Star? Really? It is. Yeah, the because international the boat, boat show? show is here on the same weekend every year. Yeah. The All Star game is here, and it's like not only here, but it's also in Fort Lauderdale. There's like a thousand things going on, so the infrastructure is already saturated from people coming to the boat show. It's international, and they can never move that. And they don't move it. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I actually didn't know that. That's fascinating. The boat show. People always ask me about like, oh, what are the big things going on in Miami? Like, if I want to come visit you. What? When? What should I avoid? Like, what days? And I'm like, do not come the weekend of the boat yeah. show. It is nice. Art Basel, the boat show, and Ultra. Do not come yeah. to Miami. Yeah. The traffic is absolutely nuts. And they're like, can what? you imagine the the traffic if we had the All Star game? Everybody in from the NBA, and then also the boat show, and everybody that comes in for the boat show internationally. It'd be a disaster. I mean, the, like Tuesday, the twenty international flight thing would have disqualified Indianapolis though, right? I don't know I, about the hotels, but Absolutely. First of all, it's a here here are the numbers and this is courtesy of the Oklahoman. So, the Daily Oklahoman. You got you need 7,250 hotel rooms and a minimum of 3 five-star hotels. Oh, nice of you to join us, Mike. Said I'd be back in a minute. Let me take a leak, but you guys just won't. Well, well, why didn't you leak earlier? You're doing a thing. It's cute. Well, no, why didn't you leak earlier? You could have leaked five minutes earlier, and then you would have been fine. Celsius coursing through my bladder. I don't know, man. You should have planned a little better okay. what kind of beverages you intake All right. before showtime. And He's we're got back. a point. All-star game. All-star game. A minimum of three five-star hotels. So India, I think, is fine there with 7,000-plus hotel rooms. Number two, a convention center of 650,000 square feet of exhibition space. Again, I think Indiana's going to be like, oh, we're good on that. But that number three is a bitch. 75 nonstop domestic flights and at least 20 international flights. Goodbye, Indiana. Goodbye, Oklahoma. Goodbye, Milwaukee. Goodbye, Memphis. Goodbye to all of you. We love you. It was nice while it lasted. This was years of a mean complaining Finally, you know how like sometimes you do stuff and you're like, no one's listening. Who cares? But I'll just say it anyway. And then you realize, oh, no, my words took hold. My power is limitless. I rejoiced. And the number of people so upset, crying that their little podunk towns can't host an all-star weekend anymore. <laughs> do you think you did this? Also, by the way, I, I Googled India, India, Indianapolis Airport. Yeah, no. According to Google, only five international flights to five countries. There so that go. would be the disqualifier. Get, get up out of here, Indy. And by the way, I have a plan. I have a very nice plan that I've established, the Amin plan, which is, hey, these are the cities that host all-stars. L.A., Phoenix, New Orleans, Houston, Atlanta, Orlando, Miami, right? And then we always well, put Miami, the, we the boat, boat show. show. I, look, the I, boat show is awfully convenient. Look, I'm just saying. Garrison's don't want it. Maybe one day the boat show moves. Just going to throw that out there. But until then, I'll leave Miami on that list. And then we rotate. Then you get like a cold weather city every once in a while. And then that last year of the rotation, we go international. We're going to Mexico City. Oh, how can we possibly have a boat show and an all-star game madness. 
I've I've got takes on Miami's reluctance to host an all-star game, and it goes back a ways, and it's not exactly great. It's not a good look for Miami. They did so they hosted in the nineties. Yes, they did. Probably a different ownership group. It's very clear that this ownership group does not want to they do don't, that. Well, I think part of it also their facility. The building isn't a all-star caliber building. You know, when you look at mostly new buildings are getting or newly renovated buildings are getting these games. And Kaseya uh, Center is, you know, getting a little long in the tooth. If we're going to be fair and we're going to be frank about it. But the reality is, you know how to make these small towns care and feel loved and wanted? Let's start moving the draft around. Why is the draft in New York every year? I agree with this you. This is, is something such a good take. the NFL has done really well. NHL. They've moved yeah. the draft and the NHL, yes. They've moved the draft to smaller market places mm-hmm. that aren't going to get a Super Bowl. Makes sense. You, you're not going to have a Super Bowl in a, in a place without a dome in February, and except MetLife, I guess, that one time, which I don't think they're going to ever do again. And so they've had the draft in Kansas City and, and Cleveland and all these other places, and it really energizes the local fan base. Pittsburgh is applying for in 2026 i will be there if it happens but i don't want to go to a super bowl in pittsburgh i don't want to go to a super bowl in cleveland i want to go to the super bowl in the towns that you just named because this is all coming from a selfish media member perspective and i'm not afraid to say it it's not about selfish it's not about selfish let me say this right now if i was going to say hey i want to introduce you to the world you're a person i want to introduce you to the world would I get you in the middle of the night with crust in your eye and you didn't do your hair and you're wearing your pajamas? No, you want to look your best. You want to be at your best. Like, this is who I am, world. It's the same thing for these cities. Like, I don't care how much you brush your hair. February in Indiana is just going to be February in Indiana. June in Indiana? That's hot. You hot? Look at you. Okay. World likes you. But the idea that people are fighting for the right to give the worst version of themselves to the world is insane. It did hail a little bit during the Golic Foundation Golf Tournament in Indiana last June. That's a weather thing. That's different. It's near the lake. El Nino. (laughs) The the idea of being at your worst and being in full front public. That's like me in 2018 through 20 on this show. That's like wearing those new MLB pants. I'm trying to think of, like, what's the worst version? Of it? It's probably me on American Ninja Warrior. It's Miami during the boat show. <laughs> All right, I'm going to circle back, and I'm just going to say it. And I know I'm, I don't want right, to project this all on the Arisons, but I do think that the alarm's already Fire going off, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah look, yeah. Jaden, I want you to say it. Just be careful. Man, I care about This you. is a local government thing. <laughs> this- it, it is. I it, Look. We all know how uh, the local government tackles things like Memorial Day weekend. Spring and how, break okay, right can, now. And, and I, I want to say, can I say? Are, are, yeah, Roy, you go ahead and say what I've been alluding to on why Miami refuses to be an NBA All-Star city. They don't want black people in the city during an NBA All-Star game. That's it. They don't want a seminal event that a bunch of black people come into town. But like, look, look at what they have that weekend. It's the antithesis of it. It's, it's, they've been doing this playbook. Oh, Memorial Day weekend? Let's make it a tribute to the troops. They, they, it's, it's so transparent as to why Miami doesn't have all-star games, and it's embarrassing. But the Super Bowl attracts a large multicultural population as well. Right? Yeah, but, uh, multicultural. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it Do attracts all, corpse. I'm sorry, is All-Star Weekend just for black people? That It, it doesn't matter what it's actually for. Oh, it's, it's what they it's think. It's what they think. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, kind of like uh, buying shoes from a particular individual. Wow. <laughs> you want to get into that one? 
<laughs> Hold on, man. Okay, so if you don't know, do we have this video, by the way, of this analyst on, on Fox News talking about how the new Trump sneakers are going to attract a certain segment of the population to vote for Trump? Here's a, here's a video. Take a listen. His opponents crazy because even the sneaker thing, I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see, black support eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the you know, this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump understands culture like no politician I've ever seen. Question for you on that point, though. Will the people that are excited about the sneakers and excited about Donald Trump, will that translate into them going out and voting for Donald Trump? Anybody willing to put 400 bucks down for a pair of sneakers? Yeah, I think that's commitment and love. It's something. It's something. It's affection on on some level. So, Roy, you ready to go to the polls now? Yeah, I'm ready to buy these Chunk Taylors right now. Yeah, exactly. Can we get a still image of uh, Norman Osborn from Spider-Man the Animated Series again talking about <laughs> what the hell is going on on his head? I didn't notice anything, Mike. This you didn't notice anything? No, it looked like, real natural. <laughs> Normal tape, find a new slant. Is that felt? I think I think he has a felt piece on his head. He looks like a, like a, a pool table. What is that? It's like... He needs a lit roller. He's like, uh, all right, what do you tell your barber? He's like, give me... If Carlos Boozer wanted Matthew Berry's hairstyle, I want that. Oh, what are you doing there? This This has been one of the worst weeks for me in dealing with you, Mike. The number of people who are near and dear to me that you've taken out. This is the Matthew Berry, Carlos Boozer collabo we've all been begging for. What is going on there? Look at the sides of that man's head. I I mean, TV people are so fascinating. It's like Buster Bluth. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) 